Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Should Russia be banned from world sporting events? It's a yes or no question. Obviously, at least while this stuff's going down, I'm starting to think that I'd like to see them banned forever. I will reserve my comments any more than that on Russia or what's going on. I have opinions on Russia based on my interactions with Russians. I've had many over the years, but I don't want to fill Mickelson myself, so I will stop there. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Happy Monday, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show on Game Plus Television and uh, YouTube Live. And also listen live and whatever podcast you may be listening to. We are back on the air for episode number 705 of Daytime Sports and Entertainment Talk. See what I did there, Moose? I like it. You're catching on. We got Darren Moose DuPont joining us here at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're ready to talk sports for the next two hours. But, uh, yeah, you just stay tuned, everybody, because there's going to be an entertainment portion added to this program in the coming weeks and then years ahead, and I just can't wait for it. I would ask you how your weekend was, Moose, but I was with you the whole time, and I also know what the answer is to that. So, But I can tell <laughs> you, you that this week has started way better than I expected. Oh, my. And it's a big thank you to the staff here and some good people of Calgary. We got some stuff going. We got heat. We got sizzle. How about Do we you? ever? Do we ever? Yeah, this yeah. week is just off to a great start. Got yeah. a workout in, moved around a little bit. Yeah, it didn't end great, but it's opening great. So thank Good people. Good people out here in Alberta, I'll tell you that, uh, taking care of you. And Saskatchewan, too, where we sashayed. Listen, before we, I'll tell you who's coming on. Sportsnet anchor Ken Reed and NHL super pest Matthew Barnaby. That's all you need to know. Those guys are coming up, two of my favorite guys. And let's open with the RP Show weekend photo album presented by Great Western Brewing Company. These were our photos from the weekend. Great Western, of course, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. This feels like a month ago, but it was Friday night at the Flames Community Arenas. That's me and Turner Ripplinger. I remember when he was born back in 1998. He and the Regina Cougars were in town taking on my alma mater, Mount Royal Cougars, in a playoff game. Uh, Mount Royal swept the series. Good to see Turner. And the guy stayed here at the Gray Eagle, so it was nice to see. Next photo, the rush game Saturday night. Uh, that was taken by George from the IKS crew. That was the Canadian flag floating around. It was a very nationalistic feeling Saturday night at Sastel Center, and that was obviously during the National Anthem. This was Sunday, back in the Saddledome. The Wonder Boy, the Wiz Kid, Connor Bedard, two apples for the Regina Pats in a 4-3 overtime loss to Calgary. The Pats lost all three games of a three-game Alberta road trip. Gino DiPaoli forwarding us that photo, the voice of the Oilers, who incidentally is going to be joining us on the program here in the next couple of weeks. Moose, you want to take it, take it away with it's, that one? It's just one photo. Yeah, this is just our show that we do for the Rush Games, uh, lacrosse pregame show, one hour. And then we called the game from that spot, so uh, I wanted to contribute. But as you said, our weekends were spent together. So, uh, Yeah. Is that it, Clark? Producer Clark, is that it? I think, uh, yeah. So the weekend photo album again. Presented by Great Western Brewing Company, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. And I heard at the Rush game on the loudspeaker, Great Western beer, the best beer in the game. I thought, I'm going to use that. I like it. On our show. Yeah, nobody told me. 
to update the tagline, so I'm just going to make an executive decision. Okay, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, please? And thank you. Thanks. So, it's an, uh, I'm not real pleased. As of Friday, the Canadian press wire went down. It's still not working. So they're forwarding, forwarding me just cobbling together sports updates. You know, it's not like the full buffet. Right. This is just a little sandwich bar that we got here. And that's a, a little annoying to me given the exorbitant fee that I pay for the Canadian press wire service, but I digress. So here's what I can read for you, Moose, coming out of Sunday. Thatcher Demko made 31 saves, and the Vancouver Canucks beat the New York Rangers for their third win in a row. It was the first game of a four-game road trip for Vancouver. Sidney Crosby scored late in the third period to rally Pittsburgh over the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2. The Pens bolstered their hold on second place in the Metropolitan Division with the win. It didn't mention that the Winnipeg Jets beat Arizona 5-3 and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Edmonton Oilers 2-1. So if anybody wants to jump in on those games or any other games, you're more than welcome to. Uh, And by the way, slip in the chat with your thoughts because this is the warm-up and I can't get to all of your thoughts. I would say the game of the weekend was the one that we didn't even watch. It was your Leafs won a 10-7 game. Were they playing Columbus? Detroit. Detroit? Because we, we were at the rush game, so I wasn't really paying attention. But you were, because that's your team. I know. How do we feel about a 10-7 win? Oh, man. I mean, old-time hockey, 17 goals. I like it. You know, uh, Mitch Marner, I think, had four. Um, Raymond, the rookie for Detroit, Lucas had a hat Raymond. trick in the game. Lucas Raymond, he had a hat trick. Um, zing, zing, zing. That's what you want. You know, it was, I think it was 4-5-1 or five to one for Toronto. And then Detroit came all the way back, and then they pushed it at the end. So, um Fun. The result was in doubt, back and forth, lots of entertainment. I'm sure the fans were happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I would enjoy a 10-7 game. As a matter of fact, I know I would, because that's way, way, way too many mistakes. That's like a lacrosse game, yeah, which is fine, but I like probably a 2-1 game better than a 10-7 game. Uh, my cousin Christine in Madison Hat says two very disappointing Raptors games over the weekend. I've been encouraged by our advisors and consultants to get a little more into the NBA, but just not today. And Chris also wants to know, is that a signed Bedard jersey? Yes, it is. I want to thank the Wonder Kid, Connor Bedard, for signing a couple jerseys for me. Thank you, thank you from God's team. And if you want to get a chance at him, you've got to enter the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Celebrity Golf Tournament. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Where Moose and I will be featured prominently. And, uh, yeah, so that's how you can get your hands on these jerseys. Yeah. Sean McCormick's watching in the Toronto Game Plus studio in downtown Toronto. And he says, Moose, which goalie do you think the Leafs should ride going forward? Or should it be a tandem? Should be Jack Campbell. I agree. And I'm going to call you later, Sean. Yeah, you still haven't talked to Sean. No, we got to talk. Yeah. Sean, I saw looking lovely in that Capitals jersey, by the way. Did you see it on his Twitter no, this I morning? Missed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's his two favorite teams are playing tonight Toronto, Washington. Uh, and he photographed himself in a Capitals jersey in FIBA. It looks great. Stop the presses. I just want to talk about Alex Ovechkin right now. Because I got in a big debate about it over the weekend. I see people taking what I think are unfair shots at him for his friendship with Vladimir Putin. Um, I guess his refusal to change his profile picture from, I don't know what it is, but they say the fact that he hasn't changed, that means he supports Russia invading Ukraine. Shut up! Do you think that if you don't support Vladimir Putin, you might be executed? 
I think there's a chance of that. I'm not saying I'm supporting Vladimir Putin. What I'm saying is Alexander Ovechkin, all those guys, until you walk in their shoes, you guys need to take a long walk off a short plank. It's a lot of the media that are just... I, didn't, I saw the clips of the Ovechkin news conference, but because the wire service is down, I couldn't read the entire quotes of it. But come on. It reminds me of certain people that came at me in the Black Lives Matter movement and said, because you're not coming down to our walk at Wascana Lake, you are against blacks. What? Am I completely out, out to lunch on the OV thing? And, and there's way more. Yeah. But I'm just, you're saying I am? No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just going to hand it over to you. He is walking a, I watched it. He's walking a fine line. And you could tell that, you know, he didn't want to come out and go completely against Putin because, again, there's a lot of danger there. He's got family back there. There's, <sighs> you're, you're walking a tightrope here. Yet he supports, um, it, it feels like he, he supports, you know, what's happening for the other for the ukrainians like he doesn't want war so he kept coming back to the message of i hope this is over soon i want this to be over i don't want this you know and they kept saying do you support him are you still friends with him you know and he just said i got family in russia and i hope this is over soon i don't want war right so he didn't come out hard either way because he's walking a tight line being from there dangerous if he gets if he condemns vladimir putin it may end in capital punishment. I'm not joking. And then his family's right, in danger. Right. So I'm like, lay off, Ovi. My God, do you think he wanted any of this? This has nothing to do with him. And that's my take on that. And then the other is friend of mine in Florida saying, well, all Russians in the NHL should be put on a plane and sent home. And we debated it lengthily on Sunday. And I said, you can't. I believe, legally do that. For instance, that's like saying if Denmark, where my ancestors are from, were uh, guilty of some atrocity that I get pulled off the air to punish Denmark. That's how I see that. Legally, how could you legally, from a labor law perspective, take all Russians out of the NHL to punish Vladimir Putin? I don't think legally you could do it. I get the premise. Putin's a big hockey fan, and you want to punish the people that are innocent in this, that are close to him, but I don't think legally you can do that. No, and I'm a big fan of, and I, I support, you know, um, Russia not participating in events and boycotting games in Russia and games against Russia. But these players, you know, aren't in the NHL representing their countries. I mean, they're proud of it, where they come from, all over the world, but they're representing their families and the team they play. They're not skating under a Russian logo. If they were, if it was a Russian team in the NHL, I would say, no, they should be out for sure. But the players, it's a little bit different. I want your thoughts, by the way. The 902 text line is open, 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP. Uh, by the way, Jeff in Oregon... Redmond, Oregon's watching on Game Plus Television, where we're carried on the TDS cable system out there in the state of Washington. We're very big on the West Coast, specifically the Pacific Northwest, Moose. Right. Jeff says, great to see Moose repping the Kraken colors today. <laughs> Felt like a tracksuit kind of day. Every How day feels that? like a tracksuit kind of day. <laughs> Every day is a tracksuit kind of day for me. Which, incidentally, I went to Chinook Center Mall and I bought some pretty fancy duds to wear to the Rush game on Saturday night, and I was quite happy that I did. Good. I felt good. Look good. Thank you. Well, the general in Calgary says Russian people shouldn't be punished for their government. 
Uh, there are more. Hey, from Pink's. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Where do we sign up for this Gray Eagle golf tourney? Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Shell? Is he back yet? <laughs> the director of entertainment. The, the, the reason that we're all here and the reason that this whole thing is going on was Sheldon. He's, he's the guy. But I haven't seen him in a while. So we'll get, we'll get you. I think this is going to be just a, the rockinest charity celebrity golf tournament of all time. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, Joe Lazito is watching on Long Island, New York. You know, we're very big in New York. Yeah. It's, uh, what is it, Joe? Altus Cable, I believe, carries us right in Manhattan. Joe says, people in North America are used to our freedoms and don't quite get it's not the same life in Russia. Right? I knew this would be a hot topic. We can sit here and read the scores all day if we want. But let's talk about what everybody else is talking about. Sean McCormick from Game Plus. And because he's our daddy, I'll read all his comments. He says, I don't think athletes or personalities should stick to sports. But they also don't owe the media any answers when it comes to politics or religion. It's become very testy lately, right? Um, Very. You saw the... You saw the... uh, exchange between Blake Wheeler, the Coyotes captain, and the reporter from Winnipeg, who doesn't really like me very much on Saturday, which, by the way, I think I'll be just fine. But there's that, and then Ovi. Why, why should he be forced to sit there and field questions about Russia invading Ukraine? Honestly. I know, and I get it. I understand the questions, because he's such a, you know, he's, he's a, been a supporter of Putin's, or they've been friends, they've got a relationship. Um, so you ask. But after the third time that Ovechkin goes right back to his same message he wants, I've got family over there, you know, I want this to end quickly, right? I hope this ends and we don't have any lives lost. Once he says the same thing three times, then I think you can leave it alone. But they don't. But they don't. You know, you ask once, he gives an answer. You ask again, he gives an answer. So you really try a third time. Once you get to four and five and six questions trying to get something out of him, now you're just trying to bait him, and I just I don't like that. Uh, Joe Lazito, watching on Long Island, says, You are correct, Roddy. Altus Cable. Altus Cable Carrier carries Game Plus television. If you don't have it and you're in New York, get it. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I just, I knew this would be a topic. Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City. You shouldn't bang on an athlete for a political stance or the lack of one. Everyone has stuff to deal with we don't know about. The other one was, frankly, last year's Super Bowl when Brady was in it with the Buccaneers. And Nancy Armour, whom I love, I think she's a great writer with the USA Today, but that week leading up to Super Bowl, she was hammering on Brady for his affiliation with Donald Trump. And the election had been long over. I wrote Nancy. I'm like, Nancy, drop it. Nobody cares anymore. I could get it when the election was going on and all this, but he lost. It's over. Move on. And maybe we should do that. Uh, Patrolman Pete's watching in Winnipeg. Let's get to some Canadian viewers because we're very big in Canada, Moose. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, what? Good idea. He says, Ovi. Ovi stumps for Putin. I don't know what that means. He's not just a bystander. If Ovechkin is uncomfortable with the questions, then good. Well, I don't want to sit here and 
start a holy war. Though That's my opinion. Um, you're welcome to write in yours in the chat, but we're going to move on. Other topics that I have, by the way, because they're cool. An NLL weekend recap, which reminds me. Here's our poll question today, and producer Clark came up with it. What is the best niche sport uh, for Capital Auto Mall and Universal Collision Center? Capital Auto Mall with dealerships all across the prairies. We came up with these four niche sports. NLL, auto racing, junior hockey, or CEBL. And when I say niche, it's just it's not mainstream. You understand, Moose. And on Twitter, I saw that junior hockey was winning by a mile. And on YouTube, I saw the NLL and junior hockey were tied like 41% each. And then in CEBL and auto racing uh, split the rest. But it's like I could see the auto racing people going, it's very big in the South. It's mainstream. Right. It's, we're not in the South. Right. It's big down there. I get it. But junior hockey is big. But you're looking at 3,000 a game, 3,500. That's not That's mainstream. Niche. Yeah. NLL is going up. Well, and in certain markets, it, yeah, absolutely. Calgary, Saskatchewan, two huge markets. Buffalo is a big one. Um, but it is niche and others. John in Edmonton says the CEBL is the most underrated league in Canada. It doesn't get much coverage anywhere. Dun, dun, dun. You just wait. We'll get to the rest of this when we come back. This is the warm-up, and you're watching... The RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. On the way, Ken Reed and Matthew Barnaby. You're watching on Game Plus, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and just this week, we're going to start giving away tickets. Air Supply, March 18th. That's right around the corner, Moose. Oh, yeah. March 20th, Foreigner. And I'm looking forward to all the shows. Jeff Foxworthy, the father of Redneck Comedy, May 28th. Tracy Morgan coming in September. The uh, Grits and Glamour Tour. We were rocking Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan moved to October. We were rocking some Pam Tillis. The drive, and then foreigner on the way home. This is our kind of music. I know. So be uh, be paying attention to that. It's coming up. By the way, I had a dream last night. I had a dream, which was more so a nightmare. Uh oh. I swear to God. I swear to God. I had this dream in my tough tribe for men. My tough tribe for men tub was was out. I was out. Oh no. I know. (sighs) Woke up in a sweat. Tough tribe for men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beer and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. So are we going to delve back into the Ovi thing, or what should we do? Where do you want to go next, Moose? Well... Yeah, on that, I mean, the Ovi thing's interesting, and, and with all the sports being taken away from Russia, I think it's, it's fine. Um, the interesting one, I don't know where if you have Wayne on your thing with his comments, if you want to I actually back. don't, but I, um, I'm open to it. But that was one, you know, and that, that was the biggest thing that caught me out of the weekend was Wayne Gretzky coming out and saying Russia shouldn't be involved in the World Juniors. 
And Wayne has never been one to be a hot take machine or take big stances. And, and you know, for me, and you say, <laughs> you probably get along with him well, because I don't come out here and often take real hard stances one way or another. So when Wayne does, it really means something, right? When he does take a stance like this, there's more um, emphasis on it. There's, there's more credibility to it. And I think he's onto something. You know, I think that to me is more interesting than having Ovechkin and NHL players kicked out of the NHL. I think if you're wearing the flag and representing the country, I think that's a different story. That would send a bigger message. Trent's watching in Norway. He says, Norway here, the International Olympic Committee has requested that Russia not be allowed to compete in any sports for the foreseeable future. Great to see the rush win over Colorado. Stay safe. So that's the thing. Um, these things continue to change by the moment, whether it be the developments of Russia invading Ukraine or the sports fallout of it and them being kicked out of international events. And what Darren just said, Wayne Gretzky stepping up and saying they shouldn't be in the World Juniors, and I agree with you. Wayne doesn't rant much, if ever. So it carries a lot of weight when he does. Um, people are writing in saying they don't even know what the CEBL stands for. And I guess you haven't been paying attention. It's the Canadian Elite Basketball League, which we've been talking about for three solid years. The Saskatchewan Rattlers, the Edmonton Stingers that are the defending champions. The, uh, what, Ottawa Blackjacks, the Fraser Valley Bandits. Uh, there's an exp two expansion teams this year, Scarborough yeah. and Montreal. It's the Canadian Elite Basketball League. So I don't know what we got to do there. We've been talking about it for three years. The general in Calgary writes in and says, Hey, Rod, while you're at it, promote the next Flames game against Montreal. LOL. Uh, it's Thursday night, and I'll be there. The Montreal Canadiens. Here's the one thing that I don't understand. And I'll sashay across and just say that Pinks has written in and says, It'll be great to see full capacity at the Dome for both the Flames and the Pats this week. Um... Yeah, but when I went to the Winnipeg Jets game here on Family Day Monday, and you were skiing, you didn't go. Right. I'm looking at these Jets fans, and they were as far as the eye could see, all these Jets fans. And I'm thinking, it's awesome. I'm like, where, where am I? I feel like I'm in Arizona, where the visiting team's right. so well represented. Yeah. But you know me, I get asking people, what's the deal with all the Jets fans? And they said, Alberta's full of Winnipeggers that moved west looking for a better life, for jobs and opportunity. And I said, oh, sounds familiar. And I thought, they have not abandoned their team despite the struggles of the Winnipeg Jets lately. And they beat Arizona yesterday, but so what? Who doesn't? But they're not turning their back on their team. And, and my point is just this. Because I jump from team to team to team. I don't care. What have these teams ever done for me? I don't care. So I respect the fact that despite people bitch about the Habs or the Jets, point being Thursday night, that ring's going to be full with those annoying red, white, and blue wearing Montreal Canadiens fans. I love them, but even they know they're annoying. Do you know what I mean? I know. And they'll be, ole, 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 ole. I'm like, your team is awful. Can it? We could put it up with it last year in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. But I guess my point is then, if you're not going to not buy tickets and not buy jerseys, then stop pissing and moaning whenever they lose or go on a long losing streak. Right. That's all, that's all that I'm saying. Is that completely out of line? Or 
You know, it's fine. I mean, when you're a fan of a team, you could be a fan however you want to be a fan. If you want to complain, complain. Good point. point. You know, if you want to not buy a ticket and watch on TV, go for it. And if you want to buy tickets, great. You know, if you're not spending money, you can't really uh, have any say in what they do and what's going on. But uh, be a fan however you want to be a fan. Thank you for injecting that. You're welcome. Ray Hollywell is watching in the six just outside Toronto, and he says, Hi, Rod. He's texted in on the 902 line. Hi, Rod. Fun to see old-time 1980s hockey Saturday with the Leafs and Wings. Bad news, Leafs goaltending getting suspect at the wrong time. Best niche sports for me, junior hockey and lacrosse. The fact of the matter is, I like them all. Like, I really got into the auto racing during the pandemic. But again, I'm not a complainer, and I kind of have sat back in the last few years and said maybe i should complain more i do it on this show for the entertainment factor but in life i really don't like when the pandemic was happening and we weren't getting our major sports i'm at the auto racing track i just told you this yesterday yeah where's this been all my life there's a somebody could get killed any minute i love it and the scent of burnt fuel in the air and the people that it attracted i'm like this is awesome they got the best concessions in sports Taco in a bag, chicken fingers, deep-fried pierogies. What the hell? This is the greatest thing ever. You know? It's pretty awesome. So I'm not going to sit and bitch that my league's not playing. I'm going to go find something else to do. Yeah. And so so I love the CEBL. I love auto racing now. And I love junior hockey and lacrosse. It would be very hard to hold me down and make me pick one. Yeah. Because I love them all. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says, Hey, Rod, are us Saskatchewan Rough Riders fans as annoying as Montreal Canadian fans? At least as annoying, but for different reasons that we won't get into now. The general in Calgary. I know a few Winnipeg folks who started cheering for the Flames, but I'll protect their identity. LOL. Well, my guess is they're like, those Stampeder season ticket holders that wear Stamps jerseys until Saskatchewan comes to town and then they wear green for the one game of the year. Right. Because that's the thing. You, you grow up as a Montreal fan or a Toronto fan, so that's never going to leave you. But if you're living in a city, you kind of want to have the teams you root for in that city, right? So I can see how you become a Flames fan. By the way, we're having fun with this. Don't run away with your panties in a bunch. Like Andrew Stoot writes in Montreal, or he says, I don't think we're all annoying, LOL. <laughs> he's a Habs fan, but he's also a Ryder fan. We're just, having, we're just having fun with the thing, okay? Uh, my quick six were this, just so you know. Uh, NHL one-timers, uh, the Rush game, which we haven't really got around to, dub roundup from Sunday... The Ovi thing where we spent most of the time. The NFL scouting combine begins this week. 324 players in Indy. Do you care? Raptors losing a couple on the weekend, apparently. And the AHL to Calgary. Rumor. But I'm just kind of more enjoying what we're talking about here right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you say, if you're a fan and you pay the money, I, I'm with you. You buy the jersey, you buy the tickets, you can do whatever you want. So, I, I lost sight of that. I know, but somebody said to me, you can ask me to do something or you can tell me how to do it. You can't do both. So if you ask me, you want me to be a fan, okay, you just can't tell me how to be a fan, right? You want fans, yeah. let them be fans. It's odd, too, by the way, um, 
Jeff in Oregon, still watching on Game Plus TV, and writes in and he says, the CEBL is the most underrated. I had to Google to see what it is. He says, sorry, when I hear pro basketball, I tune up. I'll pay closer attention. Well, you're not, but you could make the drive from Oregon up to Fraser Valley, mm-hmm. just north of Vancouver, and, and watch the bandits. I mean, they're in your region. But I, listen, I got a diploma here in human behavior. I understand how the brain works, believe it or not. It's inexcusable that people don't know who the CBL, CEBL is because their games have been on CBC Saturday afternoons for the last two years. What does that say? People aren't watching CBC anymore? Or they were and they forgot? Like, they're going into the fourth year of the league. There's no excuse for Canadians not knowing what the Canadian Elite Basketball League is. That's my take. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's a little bit of habits. You know, we're not checking the guide as much on Saturday afternoons as we did before sitting and watching TV. Um, and it's, it's a big country, and um, for some of the teams, they're not in the biggest markets, right? So I can understand why, you know, people in Calgary might not know about it with no team here. But it, it, it's making its way through, and there's some exciting things coming. So John Ohm in Winnipeg says, I really like that Badar jersey behind you, Rod. Yeah, so do I. Uh, the Navy's so sharp. We can, um, I'll let you go. Okay. And we're going to bring in Ken Reed next. So, guys, I'll handle this the rest of the way just from a timing perspective here. Uh, John, John in uh, Edmonton says, Rod, you have had the CEBL commissioner on your show lots. Oh, I know. People, did, they are not paying attention. And by the way, Dar says that that's a great diploma to have, Rod. Now, the diploma with highest distinction, by the way, that I own is as an addiction treatment specialist. But if you get really deep into that, it's brain pathways and it's how the brain works. So it's not a diploma in human behavior per se, but that's how I make my living in the recovery world. So I know that you need to hammer somebody in the face with something every day, multiple times to get the stick, okay? Which reminds me, they're asking me about the uh, Edmonton Elk situation, and I'll spend a minute on that. Because the show flies, it moves, it bangs. I, you don't have as much time, like for instance, my Monday morning goalie column, you can go to it right now at rodpeterson.com, and I gave my thoughts on the Edmonton Elks having their largest single day season ticket sales in history, and they're, sounding, they're selling them at $99 a season ticket. I think it's awesome. We've been advocating for that for months. Moose is trying to find the clip where we talked about it. And I was with some CFL people this weekend that said, oh, great, but how many tickets did you sell? Well, they're not at liberty to say. They're creating a buzz. Fill the place. Because the number one thing to bring the CFL back to prominence, or any of these leagues, it's not just the CFL. You guys think I'm always talking about the CFL. I'm talking junior hockey, CEBL, these niche sports that I was saying is to get people in the building. And the Elks are doing it. So I'm all in favor of it. Now they're teasing what's going to come up on Thursday, some dawn of a new era or whatever for the Edmonton football team. Let's get everybody excited about that. Victor Kui knows what he's doing. The new president of the Edmonton Elks. He's got Schutzpa. He's got pizzazz. So I like it. And he's pissing people off. I know that for a fact. And he doesn't care, which makes me admire him even more. Because most people in leadership roles are too scared to do that. And that's what's got us in this position in a lot of ways. Anyways, enough about that. Other than to say, let's just say it, Rod's rant. Because I've had a few today. 
for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Reach us at 306-781-2090 for any and all of your water softener needs. Sportsnet's ageless Ken Reed joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination on the Game Plus television network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, you're looking live at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Check out our website for all the spring shows, including Air Supply, Foreigner, Jeff Foxworthy, the father of redneck comedy, the Beach Boys. Sing along to the iconic rock band's tunes right here in the event center over my shoulder. Very big week here uh, in Calgary, by the way. Katrina LeMay Doan going to come down. Uh, the chef de mission for Team Canada at the Beijing Games. couple of Calgary Stampeders coaches going to be here. And speaking of big names, let's bring him in now. Ken Reed, the peerless, the ageless Sportsnet anchor. Kenny, how you doing, buddy? Cool, man. Ageless Botox is a hell of a drug, isn't it? How about that? <laughs> I guess so. And addictive yeah. for some people. Ken, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Interesting, that, interesting that you would be on the program today as a baseball guy. Would I be right in saying that is your number one sport or you just know a lot about it? I'd say it's two. It's number two behind hockey, but um, yeah, it's yeah, it's right there with with hockey for me. Yeah, but number two, I'd say number well, two. The reason I bring that up is I looked at my score app because I always put down today's games. Did you see yeah. the litany of spring training games that's got canceled, 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 canceled beside it? Um, and yeah. here we are in about in about day I don't know eighty seven of a lockout that nobody knows is going on till now. Yeah. Where are you on this yeah. situation? I've been saying it on TV, and where I am on this situation is, hey, baseball, I don't care. Get to me when it's over. I, I'm so done with this. Um, I'm so done with it. I, I, I mean, I've been reading Jeff Passon's coverage of it and Ben Nicholson-Smith's, and I'm very um, – I'm not optimistic, and that sucks because I'm an Expos fan, and I remember 1994, and it took me – good eight years to go back to baseball after 1994 i wasn't one of the people who got sucked in by baseball's look the other way juice contest between sammy sosa and mark mcguire uh, i thought that was garbage and uh I, I i think it's garbage from both sides i really don't care just play baseball you have enough money there's enough money to go around how much money can the owners want how much money can the players want figure it out go to an independent arbitrator and get back to me enough of this collective bargaining garbage um yeah i don't care i just want to see baseball and they're all rich anyway, so come on. And I saw, Rod, I saw something interesting on the weekend, and I'd like to get your take on this. And it's somebody said, what if baseball goes the way of NASCAR? I mean, if we've been paying attention over the last, oh, I don't know, 40, 30, 40 years, baseball's kind of going like this, right? It's become this regional sport. And the NBA is going up. The NFL is just, the NFL is like, uh, they're like Darth Vader. They just own everything. But NASCAR, man. You go back to 1990, 1991, NASCAR was so huge. And now NASCAR is kind of like, yeah, it's NASCAR. Now baseball, and I'm going on a rant here, but baseball is so arrogant. And it's always been so arrogant over the years. And maybe 
can't afford to be as arrogant as it has been in the past, maybe people won't go back and maybe it just becomes like NASCAR has become. No disrespect to NASCAR, but NASCAR isn't what it was 30 years ago. No, it's it's interesting and a little ironic or timely that you would bring that up because that's what that's our poll question today. What's the most? What's the greatest niche sport? Uh, NLL, yeah. auto racing, CEBL, or junior hockey? And there's a lot of votes yeah. for auto racing because it is a regional sport. It's not national, and I know their fans think that it is, but it is not. And if Major League Baseball went that way, because it hasn't historically been. It's like everybody's had an opinion right. on baseball forever, but I'm starting to wonder if they will. And in your circles in Toronto, where the Blue Jays are so loved, are you are you hearing any talk about the Jays aren't playing, or is it all Leafs as normal right now? It's all Leafs as normal right now. Um, I haven't heard any talk about the Jays at all, and that's because Leafs fans have fallen in love with the same team they fall in love with every year, which is an outstanding regular season team that's not built for playoff hockey, and it's the same this year. But no one's talking about the Jays. And, and as you said, uh, I don't think a lot of people know that there's even a lockout, right? Because when there was a hockey striker lockout, it was round-the-clock coverage because it interfered with the start of the season. So now now we're getting to that point where you're going to hear opening days delayed, and then the talk will start. And you know both sides, the owners and the players, both use that as negotiating or negotiating tactics. But no, there hasn't been a lot of talk about it, and there won't be a lot of talk about it until regular season games start to go away. And it's it's just disgusting to me. And it just stinks. And as a here in Toronto, I mean, it stinks because is this going to be the third year in a row there's not a full season of baseball in Toronto? Are you going to waste a year of contract for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. and, and, and Bo Bichette? Like, if you're a Jays fan right now, I can't think of a worse thing than a lockout or lockout strike, whatever the hell you want to call it, lockout. But the timing's horrible because I mean you got Vladdy Jr., you got Bichette, they're 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 cooking, they're ready to go, man. They're so talented, and you might, I mean, if you follow Keith Olderman on Twitter as I do, you might lose a season. That's kind of where he's at. Now, I, I don't know if I'm going that far, but I'm definitely not in the season's going to start on time category. Yeah, and boy, listen, I didn't even think about the kids until you brought it up. But a a more bubbly topic if you will do you sure. ever or have you ever been confused for ken reed the two-time olympian uh member of the yeah. world cup alpine ski team you have you have oh yeah tell me yes about it. still do i still do which amazes me <laughs> okay uh first one's a first one first time ever it was uh when i just started uh in calgary as a uh, as a sports anchor reporter back then this is i'm talking this is like year year 2000 probably and I was invited to play in the Calgary Flames golf tournament, right? So they have you, you, you pay and you play with the Flame, an alumni or a, you know, a noted celebrity. So this team drew Ken Reed to play with. And I wasn't at the night before a little social. So I show up to play with these guys. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm Ken. How's it going? And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm Ken Reed. They're like, you're not Ken Reed. I'm like, the skier? Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm I'm the new sports anchor in town, and I remember one guy going, "I don't care if you can golf, you can ski as long as you can golf." And I did end up winning longest putt that day. I won a uh, five changers, yeah, I won a five changers CD player. So that tells you how long ago it was. Uh, and another, oh, those my were other awesome. favorite. Those were great. The other great one was uh, when I was working in Edmonton. Uh, I worked weekends in Edmonton, and at night, I had, Sunday nights were slow, and I'd hang out at the back of the newsroom where the sports department was. 
the famous CFRN sports department, right? Lots of lots of dudes came through there, dudes and dudettes. And I used to always just chill and talk with the uh, security guard. And, uh, you know, we were buddies for two years. And at my, it was my final night. And we were just kind of saying our goodbyes. And he goes, I just wanted to tell you, it's like, I never brought it up. But, man, watching you ski all those years was something else. I was like, no, 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 that's not me. So that was a two-year confusion. But yeah, I get it. It, it happens. I mean, uh, Ken's an awesome dude. I've, I've interviewed him. I actually did a story in Calgary where we skied against each other in a video game simulation, so I put the stand deck on. But I think there's at least 25, 30 years difference between us. And as, as you said, Rod, I'm ageless. So, I, uh, But the confusion still happens. 66 years of age uh, is Ken Reed. And uh, yeah. I've always wanted to ask you that, and frankly, I'm so glad that yeah. I did. By the way, yes, Safe Moondog is watch watching on YouTube, says billionaires and millionaires fighting, meanwhile folks suffering through lockdowns, losing businesses, jobs, etc. Read the room. Agree with mm -hmm. Reader. Now we're out of time, Absolutely. but I just want to tell you that at Super Bowl, Darren DuPont, my co-host here and boss, had the uh, opportunity yeah. to attend the DraftKings party with Kyle Brandt, and I just wondered if... Uh, you might have been jealous that he had that opportunity or, or if you had a chance to attend a Super Bowl party with Kyle Brandt or anything else for that matter. Your man crush. Kyle, you call it. Kyle, Kyle and I have never met face-to-face. -face. We do cover for every Monday and Tuesday on Sportsnet Central, and we have never met face-to-face. -face. We are, I would say, philosophically aligned. He has a much better body. He's much more handsome. But it was almost like we were raised <laughs> in the same 80s, early 90s uh, cultural hub household. Um, if he says something, it just clicks with me. And if I say something, it just clicks with him. It's one of those things. Um, we both don't take ourselves too seriously. And I think we both know sports is fun. First and foremost, it's supposed to be fun, which again is why I hate this baseball garbage so much. But uh, yes, I I'm, know. I'm jealous of Darren for sure. Uh, next year, Super Bowl, Arizona, Rod Peterson Show, DuPont Media Party. We'll bring you all together. We'll make it happen. Ken, thanks for the time, man. Awesome. Always enjoy our visits. Awesome. Go see Air Supply. They never disappoint. But he hit on my wife from the stage a few years ago. It was awesome. I believe it. Can't blame him. He's only human. Ken Reed with us from uh, Sportsnet Connected. We'll be right back with viewer takeover, okay? On the way, NHL Super Pest, Matthew Barnaby. You're watching the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live. And if you've missed the show... Catch it on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. The place to be. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You see another beautiful... Monday morning coming down here at the uh, gateway to the foothills. By the way, if you sign up to be a uh, Great Eagle Resort and Casino Rewards Club member, I just saw this on their Instagram story. The all-you-can-eat prime rib buffet, Calgary's best buffet, gets slashed from $32.99 for members down to $9.99 with your free Rewards Club membership right now at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Oh, they treat us so well. Let's go! Last night, I meant to do this in the warm-up. And I don't know why, but here was last night's buffet lineup. Are you ready? Mashed potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes, 
prime rib. Some told me it was 4A Alberta beef. Um, country stew. Very similar to what my mom made. And I begged off the ginger beef. It's some of the best ginger beef I've ever had in my life. They have it every day, so I thought I would be okay. <clears throat> this is an old-style country meal. Meat and potatoes. Last night, all you can eat. They have the buffet every night. Approved. I know. And that's why I was hitting it, in the, hitting it in the gym this morning. I walked in there, and lo and behold, who's in there working out? The moose. So we did it together. Um, by the way, I can hear him on the phone down the hall here in the event center. It's just you and me here in Viewer Takeover. He'll be back to open up Hour 2. And I want to uh, get to all your messages here. Um, like, we're in a lockout with baseball. Did you know? Most people don't even know. I would suggest Canadians primarily because it is winter time. But Randy is watching on Game Plus TV in Winnipeg, and he says... Um, he says, morning, RP crew. Ken and Ivanka, my favorite sports news tandem. Big Expos fan, as Ken, lost interest in baseball when the Expos left. 1994 was heartbreaking for Expos fans. And that's the thing. If you're a big enough fan, I guess you will get over it and you'll go back. But if you're a fringe fan, I think you never will come back. Last minute of play. Last minute of play in hour one. And I didn't even think about Vladdy. And Bo and the kids until he brought it up. Kevin, look at what we're missing out on as Blue Jays fans. Today was supposed to be the opener of, of uh, spring training baseball. Games. Not happening. How do you feel about that? Did you even know? Brady in Saskatoon says, uh, Russian players got nothing to do with the power-hungry Putin. Every single one of them doesn't want this war to happen. Although I do believe Russia shouldn't be allowed to play at international tournament. He said, did you guys share your thoughts on the new Jumbotron at the Sastel Center? I like it, but wish it was bigger, says Brady. We'll get to more of your questions and comments next hour. Matthew Barnaby is going to be with us as well. Stick around, everybody. This has just been so darn much fun. We'll be back at Gray Eagle right after this break on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.